You're listening to Jai Long, and this is Make Your Break. I am so excited to share today's episode with you guys. It's all about building community and bringing creativity into your business. My two guests, and I'm so excited to talk to these guys, are Jesse and Perry, and they have a business called Rhodes Wedding Co., among other projects. I've personally been following them for a long time, and so I think it's really good to have them on the show and talking about community. These guys are so unapologetically them, and I believe they're going to bring you so much value and so much good insight into their community and their Instagram and their business. I love just how much intention they put into their business and how well they show up for their audience. I also love how they just fluently work so well together and I know they're going to share a little bit about that today. So before we get started, I wanted to read out a listener's review of the podcast because I always love hearing the feedback and just loving hearing the reviews and what you guys have got to say and also the fact that this podcast has helped so many people. Today's review comes from Alex Motta. Absolutely loving the podcast, Jai. You're so insightful and always happy to share your knowledge with the world. Thank you for always helping me grow my business and in my journey. Your support is always appreciated. Thank you, Mota. I really appreciate the review. If you're listening on an Apple podcast right now, I would love a review. And who knows, maybe I'll read out your review in the next episode. I also want to mention that today's episode is brought to you by my sponsor, Peppercorn Media, and I'm so thankful for these guys to be able to sponsor this this podcast and make it all happen. Pepperstorm are my personal copywriters that I love and that I use, and if you struggle with the copy on your website and creating blogs and creating fresh content, Dave and his team, they're ready to go. I personally don't have a lot of time myself, so Dave helps me with my show notes of this podcast, my ebooks, my blog posts, and all those things so I can better serve my clients and so I can rank higher in Google. So go check these guys out at jialong.co forward slash pepperstorm and mention this podcast and you'll get $100 off just to get started. Last thing I want to mention before we dive in, in this episode, it contains some course language. So if you're driving the car with the kids, maybe schedule this in for later on. Okay, I have Perry and Jesse here. Hello. Hi. Hey. <laughs> Hi, guys. How are we? <laughs> Good. Can you actually guys tell me, just to, just to start off with, whereabouts are you guys? We are in the Blue Ridge Mountains in North Carolina. But we're both from California, but we moved out here about two years ago. Yeah, we were living on the road oh, for cool. a long time. So we decided to find a little place to rest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a resting spot. <laughs> That's so cool. So today I want to talk to you guys about your business, which is Rhodes Wedding Co. And I have been in love with your business and all the output that you guys have been doing over the years. Uh, specifically, I guess like the actual creative output that you guys make and how you creatively run your business and also the community that you guys seem to build. And um, I kind of want to have a bit of a, like a, a sneaky a sneak peek into your business and into your mindset on how you guys have come about to build such a beautiful connected community. And also, I guess a little bit about your work and, um, and how you creatively having, having a like flourishing creative business, because it can be so hard, especially in like industries where you're actually making like things with your hands and it's like a craft and then having a business around that. So I'm really excited to have you guys on the show and talk about all that stuff. So can you tell me just to start off with a little bit about Rhodes Wedding and how long has it been and how did it come about? Yeah, so we've been around for about four years, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, before that, I I started making jewelry years before that. And um, I just kept getting people reaching out to me about making their engagement rings and wedding bands. And it was the level of like client care yeah the just like the how sentimental these pieces were for people just i i i loved it mm. so much uh jesse could see that from the outside and was like why don't you focus on that more and uh she helped me do that and run that side of things and that changed everything we started Rhodes wedding co together yeah, so that way that he can focus on the carving itself and the actual like creative output and then which let me 
do kind of what I'm good at, which is building those relationships with clients, hearing their story and coming up with ways that we can make that into something they can wear. And that's just what we just love kind of, you know, it's like wearing, you know, wearable art, (laughs) you know. Absolutely. It's so cool. Actually, like thinking about this, it really did start off as a passion project, huh? And then you've actually kind of worked out a way to make it work. And now it's a business. It's so funny because when we first kind of started, it really wasn't about the numbers and, you know, how much money we're making. I mean, it's still really not about that. Um, we We are lucky that we are able to make a living doing something that we love. Like that's not lost on us. Um, but that's not really what it started out as. It's just, yeah, Perry had this creative outlet and I wanted to be, I wanted to support that. And then it's, it's really grown our life so much and our relationships with such talented people that I don't think we would have been able to cross paths otherwise. You know what? Um, I actually just want to say something here because what you just said is kind of it's so beautiful of like creating a business that's not about the numbers and the figures or the money. I was talking to a friend this morning about this and he was asking me like, with my next business, how can I become successful and do these things? And I said, if you're creating something with good intent and with heart and with passion, people will see that and the rest just follows. And I feel like with your business, like you're literally just doing that. Yeah. That's, that's a hundred percent right. Like, I feel like what you, you will kind of attract what you're putting out, Mm -hmm. you know, and if you're going at something, you know, from an authentic place, you're going to kind of get the follow through. Definitely. Another amazing thing about this is um, if you're coming from that place, you have the ability to create something remarkable and something that's so incredible that other people resonate with. Like, would you agree with that? Yeah, I think that that's, and that's like kind of another thing is like, we didn't, it's crazy because like we didn't set out, you know, to even be what we are necessarily. It was more of just a matter of connecting and creating, but now, I mean, it is a bit more structured, but it's, it's great because we get to do everything together and we kind of play to each other's strengths. And so I think that's another, another part of it where, you know, you're kind of focusing in your zone of genius. Like neither one of us are really doing tasks that really aren't what we're passionate about. Yeah. We're very lucky that we complete each other (laughs) for lack of better terms, you know, like everything that I am the worst at doing, (laughs) she is very talented at, and she's good at everything, but she lets me do some stuff. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no oh my gosh the amount of hours that he puts in carving these pieces with these like little magnified glass glasses on his head like a mad scientist like I don't have the patience for that kind of thing so mm-hmm. I just it's amazing that's so cool like I, I actually talk about this like so often with people that get stuck or, or frustrated with their businesses and I say like you can build a business that you absolutely love that plays on your strength. Why couldn't you do that? Because it's literally your business and it's your creation. So, Mm -hmm. and if it's not like that, get rid of those tasks that you hate. Like you don't have to do that. Absolutely. I I think that all the time, like, why are we doing this? Like we check in, we we have a lot of meetings, but it's fun because it's just like us hanging out. (laughs) But like we, we do, I mean, we talk about like, why are we doing this? Like, what is the goal here? What's the intention? Does this even matter? Like, I know like so-and-so does that, but that is it working for us? You know, like, is it making us feel mm-hmm. good? Like, is it adding to our, you know, to our community and to our mission? And if it's not, then we don't do it. And, you know, to be fair, there are some things like accounting that both of us hate that it's just like, you mm-hmm. just kind of have to do it to figure out where you are. Um, but in, in this, you know, in that sense too, you can delegate, you know, Definitely, some par- yeah. part of it is just like relinquishing that control. Yeah. I think constantly we're checking in to see what, what we're loving and what we're hating. And Mm -hmm. um, if we can delegate or completely remove something that we're not enjoying, Mm -hmm. then we do it. I feel like most of our business, the success in our business is what we choose not to do. Yeah, that's so true. It's built off what we didn't want to do. Getting clear on what you don't want to do. A question that um, I really, I love and that I kind of ask myself often is like, what are you tolerating? Mm. 
And if it's, if you, you know, whatever, it's like, you shouldn't really be tolerating anything. This is your business. This is your life and it's happening. And if you're tolerating something, then there's something out of whack. Yeah. I love that. That is, yeah. That like hits home for me so hard because I don't know if you guys know this. I have, uh, I think about four businesses and everything that I do in each business, people ask me, how do I keep creative and how do I keep motivated and wake up in the morning and love doing it. But every mm-hmm. task that I do, I absolutely love doing it. And That's everything amazing. I don't love doing, I'm like, I'm not, we're just not doing that anymore. And they're like, people love it though. I'm like, well, I don't. So we're not doing that anymore. So not, yeah. <laughs> no, I love yeah. that. And I think it's so important. Like, I think that's what has drawn me to you and your art and everything that you're doing as well as like, you're so unapologetically you. And I think that Mm -hmm. that's something that Perry and I are also. And it's amazing that we're able to connect like with such like-minded people like yourself. Absolutely. Uh, Actually, just, just before I want to ask you guys, like just uh, what, what were you guys doing before the actual business? But a quick question, because I work with my wife and we, um, we have separate businesses, but we work in the same studio and we're very close. But when we have time off, kind of like what you guys were saying, you have in meetings, but when we have time off and go for a coffee, we tend to talk a lot about our businesses and projects and things that are going <laughs> on. Um, <laughs> even though like we keep like work separate from home, we mm-hmm. still find ourselves like basically talk. I mean, I'm so passionate about what I do and she's so mm-hmm. passionate about what she does. So it's hard to sometimes switch off and not be talking about it. But how do you guys find those boundaries? Well, um, I feel like a lot of the time, um, if if we are setting aside time for just us, um, I feel like it's okay. We allow ourselves to talk about work or like our art mm-hmm. as long as it's just the passion side, just the the side that fuels you. Yeah. This, not we don't. In mm. those moments, we never talk about we or we marketing, marketing or, or the parts mm. that, that you ha- that that naturally come with it that are the less desirable parts, the the struggles, that kind of thing. Like any hardships, we 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 keep that for business time. Mm-hmm. But if if it's something that like we were in New York and we we're like, oh, let's not talk business while we're yeah. here, and business kept coming up, but it was just because we were <laughs> so excited about the things, mm-hmm. and we we're like, you know what? Like we're talking about the the passion we're like here we're getting inspired like yeah, let's keep it we're, let's, we're, it's okay like we we set those hard lines but being able to talk about the creation itself and the art mm-hmm. itself i think is where is what really fuels us but yeah there was a few times where we would come up with some like marketing ideas and, yeah, we're, like, and we're like no nope, let's <laughs> strike let's one put a, put a pin in this <laughs> yeah. don't you, talk about you, that you also don't want to put a, like close a door on creativity like if, mm-hmm. um, if inspiration knocks. yeah, it's, I feel like oftentimes when you, when you create the space, um, and you're, you're getting intimate with, with someone you love or someone who's special with you, naturally creativity is going to come knocking at that time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you don't want to turn it away. You also want to remain present for the person you're with. And that's the great thing about working with someone you, you love is, um, you can find that balance and understanding and support those mm-hmm. moments. Yeah. You know, like creativity comes a lot when you're, um, when you have nothing to do, nothing on your mind and you like allow yourself to relax and then your mm-hmm. ideas come in. And so I feel like a lot of the times, like when Lilu and I will go away or we're going for a, you know, some breakfast or something like that. Yeah. We end up talking about that stuff, but what you just said, is exactly what we talk about. Like I don't sit there and talk about numbers and figures and sales mm-hmm. and marketing. Mm-hmm. Like I literally talk about what I'm passionate about and that she talks about what she's passionate about. Then I give her feedback and she gives it to me. <laughs> and then it's sometimes it's hard to turn yourself off because why restrict yourself from talking about what you're passionate about and realize that our lives, we've actually built it around what we love. So it's not like don't talk about your nine to five because it's the weekend now. It's like, this is our life and this is what we do exactly. every day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like um, you're fortunate and we're fortunate that we've worked really hard to curate and to create like the life we want and the job we want. Um, not everyone is at that place right now. And um, it, 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 as you know, it's a process. It, it, it's a lot of hard <laughs> decisions. Overnight, yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. it's a lot of hard hours. Um, so 
for anyone out there who isn't at that place, don't be discouraged. Like we, we, all of us, we weren't there, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, and it's worth it. It took a lot of sacrifice. Yeah. It's yeah. totally and worth in that, it. And in that case, mm-hmm. it's like, if it's not fueling you, you do have to set those hard, those yeah. hard lines because that will give you the space to find out what it is that so you are true. supposed to be doing, yep. you know? Did you know optimizing the copy on your website can help allow your traffic to fall in love with your brand get you a much higher conversion rate and get you more traffic from search engines. I've been using Pepperstone Media for years so I know what good copy can do. If this is one piece of the puzzle your business is lacking, I am giving you $100 off a Pepperstone copywriting package so you too can have killer copy that converts on your website. Just use the code MAKEYOURBREAK. For all the information, head over to jialong.co forward slash pepstorm. That's jialong.co forward slash pepstorm. I want to know just what did you guys do before this business? And also like how did that influence the things that you do now in your business? Oh, that's so interesting because I never really thought about like how different it is. Um, I used to be, I guess mine's kind of similar. I used to be a publicist for Atlantic Records. And I guess that is kind of similar because it's public relations. It's it's fostering relationships, you know, with different publications and, you know, TV shows or movies or whatever Artists. it is that you're pitching and different music, you know, for Atlantic. So it was mostly musicians. Um, Mm -hmm. And then with Perry, he was in a band signed to Warner Brothers. So in that case, I mean, it was, you were creating. Yeah, I, um, oftentimes on tour, I would design pieces. Like I would be constantly designing. um, And uh, when I, I got some kind of like European, uh, the... football the euro football league mm-hmm. sorry we're american um, <laughs> we the, <laughs> the champion league um they have like some kind of promotional like advert that it promotes like camaraderie and like uh everyone kind of coming together and they used our song for that and i got a bunch of money coming in and uh i used it to start, to the, start business. the business yeah yeah that's how he like was able to get all of the tools you know that he needed and everything and then we kind of just went from there yeah that's so cool such a like natural progression isn't it i know it really was it's so interesting that we never we've never even really talked about that yeah (laughs) so with your business like i know that the output is a very creative thing like 100 percent, you're making it with your hands and you know and people love it but do you think it's necessary to put creativity into your actual business and if so like how do you bring it how do you bring creativity into your business like your day-to-day business um i think for me is i think everything is kind of it ends up being creative for me because Mm -hmm. i am creating relationships and um fostering this connection with our community so it's, I would say that most of our business has been built on Instagram, probably about like 90% of it. And that gives me a lot of um, people just to like reach out to and connect with and hear their story. And then it's taking this story and creating like an actual tangible piece that they can wear. So once I kind of get involved with like who they are and what they want out of it, then um, I usually take that to Perry and then he will come up with how we're actually going to create the piece itself. You got anything there, Perry? Oh, I think she nailed it. That's, that's like, that's mostly hers. Like the business is, I mean, she owns the business side of it. I, yeah, we, I wish I was more business minded. I've learned a lot from working alongside her. I feel like, relationships are such a um creative dance Mm -hmm. with another person and um like she said earlier a lot of our like pretty much all our best friends came from either shoots that we've done through roads or clients that we've made pieces for Mm -hmm. we work really small like uh very um focused like we don't take on too many clients at a time and it allows us to really communicate and um 
kind of tap in on a deeper level to um, our clients' relationship that they're having with with the person they love. And um, when you do that, it just something about that resonates on. I think that's really what keeps us doing this. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, unique it's- every time. It's so important to bring creativity into a business. And like for myself, I have the same mindset as you, Jesse. Like everything that I do, I feel like it's creative. And that's mm-hmm. kind of why I do it as well. So whether it's like, you know, looking after my clients and customers or down to anything, like all the marketing that we do or the mm-hmm. things that are right or um, when I walk in, because like creativity or creating, it's basically creating or problem solving with a new idea or bringing in a new perspective. And that's Mm -hmm. the way I see like creativity. So I love like that creativity doesn't just come from my photography or from me playing guitar or me drawing a picture. It literally Mm -hmm. comes into like everything I do every single Mm -hmm. day. Oh, absolutely. And I'll say too, when, you know, when we first started Rhodes, I wasn't particularly passionate about the wedding industry itself. Yeah. I, was passionate about the love that was being told, you know, the love stories and like the connections, but the industry, I just didn't get it. (laughs) You know, it wasn't like why, you know, all of the things that people need for this, just one day, I didn't really, I just didn't understand it. And so I was like, well, how can I connect with this? Like, what is, what is here? There's something here. And then I like, am I missing, you know, what am I missing? Or like, how can I kind of um, dive in. And I, the way I did that was um, through wedding photography. So I kind of just started looking at all these amazing photographers, such as yourself. And mm-hmm. um, it really drew me into the creative side of the business. And I was like, well, how can I add value to to them, to the photographers? Even though that's, yeah, that's not our actual client, but it's not necessarily what it was about at the time. It's like, it's just about building the community in that industry that we were so new at. We didn't know what we were, you know, we had never been in it before. And so I started reaching out to photographers and just asked, just telling them how much I love their work and asking them how I could support them. And if, you know, if they would mind, if I would share their, you know, images on our blog and, and Instagram. And it's just like about being, you know, a giver, like giving value. And it was amazing because people, these amazing, like, really, really successful photographers would just be so grateful. And I'm like, you, you know, you're you like, what, what would you care? But they do, they do care. And it just, it, it was just like, I loved it. Like I love being able to support in that way. And it's really helped grow our business because it's helped us tap into, you know, the, the kind of like our people, you know, the people that think like yeah. us. It's so interesting because I am a big believer in like giving. So mm-hmm. I think it's all about like, if you've got a business or if you've got anything in this world, like my dad taught me a really important lesson. He didn't teach me like many good lessons, but he taught me one really important one. And it was when I was younger and I said I wanted $50 and I had $50. Um, so I wanted another 50. So I had a hundred and dad mm-hmm. said, you need to work out how to give away that 50 and then the hundred will come to you. And I just didn't mm-hmm. get it at the time. Mm-hmm. But what he was saying, and I learned later on was like, don't hang on to something. Don't save it. Like don't, try and harbor everything is like, uh, like give unconditionally and the universe will always give it back. And that's just the natural flow of like, you know, and I, and I use that in my business. It's like, how can I just give, give value? How can I give a compliment or a hug or a, you know, it, it can be anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I a hundred percent believe that. Yeah. And I don't think en- enough people realize the power of it and not enough people do it. Like, Sometimes yeah. when people come to me, they'll write to me on Instagram. They say, "Like, can you give me a job? Can you give me this? Can you give me that? Why can't I? Why can't I come and shoot for you? Like, second shoot or do this and do this?" But it's always like them self-interesting, like interested mm-hmm. in themselves. But no one contacts me and says, "Hey, Jai, I would love to come down and buy you a coffee and have a conversation." You know, no one says like, "Could you do this and do that?" So when someone does reach out. That's why you're so thankful. Like, thank you for reaching out. I'm just a human as well, just like you. And we're both yeah. trying to do this thing. And I totally appreciate like, you know, like connect, connecting on another level. Right. It's, a, it's amazing. It's such like a, for me, it's like, duh. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I know. Oh no, it's it like, is for me too. It's, like it's common very, sense like, to me. 
it's like the, <laughs> yeah the common sense of being a human right uh-huh, everyone exactly. gets so caught up in like the numbers and what do i need to do to to get this person to do this for me and it's like just totally you know, yeah <laughs> I know. And so, you know what, like um, I've taught workshops all around the world and I've, and I've like talked to the best photographers, not just wedding photographers, but also national geographic photographers and everyone. And all the people that are super successful, they all have the same mindset mm-hmm. and they're literally givers like, mm-hmm. and it's just how it is. And they also, they're givers and they also use common sense. Those two yeah. things. There's no strategies. There's no like, <laughs> how can we like leverage up this Instagram influencer and how can we do this? It's literally just like, Oh, Oh no, I just asked that person if they wanted something from me and I can do it for them. And that relationship grew and then my thing grew and their thing grew, you know? Mm-hmm. So very true. Yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's get on to a question that I really want to ask you guys. I love the community that you guys have. Like you said, I think you guys probably even reached out to me like a long time ago and um, shared, you guys actually share my photos with your community. And I really appreciate that. I love how curated your work is in like a beautiful way that shows, I guess in like all the images that I see that you guys put out there, it shows your, it shows you in there somehow, if that makes sense. Like I see it and I'm like, ah, there's those guys. Like you're unapologetically showing yourself through Mm -hmm. the way you curate your work or the way you you release a video clip or, you know, uh, a photo or whatever it is. So that's really cool. And how, do you go about like building a community around around that, around you guys being who you are uh, for business, I guess? Yeah, I think that it, I mean, it, do, it does like kind of stem from me trying to find the passion in the industry itself from kind of what I was ta- saying earlier. And that helped a lot to connect us with the right people. I reached out to people that were already creating something that made me feel something. So it was so easy to be able to share and support them. And then I got their support in return without ever even asking, which is just amazing, like how that all works out. And Mm -hmm. even now, like we put, I probably spend like 20, 25 hours a week on Instagram, commenting Mm -hmm. to our followers and engaging every single person that DMs us and comments. And then when we get new followers, like I... I don't always, um, I'm not able to get every single one, but I usually try to reach out to new new followers and thank them for taking the time to, you know, take an interest. It's little things mm-hmm. like that. It's like putting in the time and people notice, you know, I really don't think things go unnoticed. I know everything is so fast paced. and Everybody's just trying to do what they're doing. But at the same time, a little thing goes a long way. Like you'd be surprised at the amount of people who respond. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is so nice. You know, thanks for reaching out. And it's like, it took me, you know, it adds up when you add it up at the end of the week, but I look at it, uh, you know, in long-term goals and like the actual relationships that will be fostered there. Cause some of our best friends oh, yeah. have come from, have come from that just from an Instagram message. Mm-hmm. Like it's amazing. And also it, I feel like it's important to note, um, cause people who don't know you, which is probably everyone listening here <laughs> is, uh, Jesse is like, she's never on her phone. So like the fact that she's able to do this, like it it sounds like she'd be glued to her phone, but she's very good at task managing. Keeping I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, and also I feel like there was a hurdle in the beginning of the business where we had to do a mind, like a, a mind shift about Instagram because yeah. um, we don't like being on Instagram um, or, our phones. <laughs> or our phones in general. Like we're, we're not people who like sit on our phones. We just work from them. And um, like you were saying, it was like the a relate- burden at first. It was well, like, yeah. why do we have to keep doing this? But but as we were getting connections yeah, we- with clients and and friends, I'm like, okay, there's there's something here. Again, it's all how you look at things. It's the perspective, yeah. and we did. We had a big perspective shift. Yeah, and in like you don't really look at it as being on Instagram. It's just the tool that connects you to the people. Yeah, and um, you do it so seamlessly. Like, it's crazy. I don't know how you do it all. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a good mindset to have about Instagram. I Like, I I think we, we are very similar in so many ways talking to you guys. <laughs> I have, like, a, such a similar perspective on Instagram. And someone says, I, like, I hate Instagram and I hate walking around being on social media. And I'm like, well, I, I just use Instagram. Like, it's part of my business and it's a tool mm-hmm. 
that connects me to the whole world and yep. I can't afford not to be on there to like yep. to use that. Like it's this incredible window to so many connections, like real life connections. Real and life. I've done yeah. the same. And, and it goes yeah. back to the concept of like you hate being on Instagram. Well, find out what you hate about it and stop doing mm-hmm. that. Find out what you actually like about it and try putting some time into that. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people don't take the time to think that way. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. I also like, I know Instagram like can bring up a lot of insecurities and things like that, but I think um, you guys seem like you're not focused on how many likes you get and followers you get. And I think- Well, when- I try not to, I try not to look at too many Charlie Hunnam photos because the, <laughs> the insecurity does come sometimes, you know, yeah. but- <laughs> Oh, no, oh, totally. I'm, I'm always looking at Charlie Hunnam photos. <laughs> I, I actually send her Charlie Hunnam photos. She, she likes it. It's like fuel. It, it gets her going. Oh, yeah. that's so good. That's so good. Yeah, I guess like um, for myself, this is uh, I'm very I'm a very confident guy, right? I grew up, but I grew up like there was like harder times, and and sometimes you had to be. It was more of a doggy dog world, and you had to be confident to be able to fake your way through things, especially like you know not like growing up in a rough neighborhood or not having like the best education and things like that. So mm-hmm. I've kind of grown over the years to tap into my confidence and my confidence is, it's not that I'm like, I believe um, that I'm the best at anything or it's not an ego thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that confidence is like, you can't shake me. So mm. it like, for instance, like when I show up on Instagram and I get one like on a photo and I like love that photo, it doesn't shake me to my core and go like, oh, Jai, you're just not worth it. I look at that and go, oh, okay, I need to work harder. But I have this weird kind of sense of confidence in myself that's high. Like my focus and my goals are higher than what someone could shake, if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yes, I love that. Um, I have a question for you. In that scenario, okay, so you, you post a photo that you love yeah. and you only get one like on it. Do you yeah. ever, do you ever, does it ever make you think, that maybe you need to to work to reach more of the people who would gravitate towards what you love because you love that photo. And clearly, mm. there, like if you love it, then there's got to be a sea of people out there who would like it and love it. You know what I mean? Do you ever think that? Totally. I do think that, but I also have this weird thing of um, like all art subjective, right? Yeah. And I have mm. this weird thing of if I put something out there, like my actual, my favorite photos I've ever taken I've put them out there and I've known beforehand before I put it out there that it won't be received well. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I love this photo because of so many reasons, but I know people, it's not, it's not the cliche Instagram photo that's going to be, you know, a thousand likes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when I do put something out there like that, that I love and like no one, no one likes it. Like I kind of feel almost disappointed for them. I'm like, well, yeah, like, yeah, you exactly. missed out on like, this I was like that. actually yep. my piece of art here. And like, yep. this was, you missed the point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I guess like, that's how confident I am in a sense. Like, I'm not like, if you met me, like I'm, I'm like an introvert and I was not like, I'm walking around going like, yes, this is my art is the best, <laughs> but I am like, if I'm creating something and someone wants to bring me down about what I'm creating or they're just not loving it. Like I respect their opinion. And I say, mm-hmm. that's, of course, like why would you love everything that I do? It just wouldn't work. But I love it, and that's why I put it out. And I, mm-hmm. I actually, to be honest, I made it for myself, not for you. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's like with the pieces that Perry carves. It's kind of like when he first started carving them. It was like kind of what was just what was in him for himself, and then people started to want those pieces. I mean, and now obviously mm-hmm. we we create with. Um, their vision and their story in mind, but it's still very Rhodes. Yeah. You know, every oh, piece definitely. is, you know, very intentional and very us. I mean, it's, they all have kind of like that organic look, yeah. you know? And um, I mean, we know what the gram will like. Like we, <laughs> definitely, we, we know, not we're not, it's not lost on us. It's very <laughs> yeah, yeah. easy to follow that, but we don't mm-hmm. like yeah. we do. Mm-hmm. Like we will not do something for some arbitrary other thing for numbers, for, mm-hmm. for, for a mass to like get mass appeal. We want to do 
We don't want mass appeal. Yeah, we don't. We, don't. we, we yeah. only want people who resonate with what we love. Like there is no value in people loving. Mm -hmm. Like the reason I left my band and I loved my bandmates and um, I loved touring and traveling and um, our management, our labels, but I just, I, I even loved our music, but it wasn't what I needed to be doing at the time. Mm -hmm. And um, so I had to walk away. And I feel like we kind of take that into what we do everywhere. Because, I mean, you, you'll you make yourself sick if you're doing things. Just for someone else. For other people. Or for like, the outcome. For the outcome, mm -hmm. you know, because there is no guarantee. You can do everything exactly right for other people. And they could just, like, someone else does it, like, uh, and it works for them and it doesn't work for you. And to fail at what you don't even love is so tragic, but to fail oh doing what, God, yes. the most at what you love, like giving the most to what you love. I mean, that's happy. a story worth <laughs> yeah. like hearing, you know, mm -hmm. like that's worth it. It's interesting. Like with Instagram, uh, for instance, like you're saying, like, you know, what's going to do well on Instagram. And I definitely know I've, I've built like three or four accounts that have between 20 and a hundred thousand followers like I know what's going to do well. Like I've worked it out over the last seven years and it, like you said, it's not rocket science. But mm -hmm. one thing I've done with my Instagram is I'll start building something. Like when I first started, I was shooting kind of weirder stuff and like a lot of landscapes and things like that. And um, it would do really well on Instagram. And then my following will grow and then my likes will grow. And then I just didn't like it anymore. I didn't like the fact that everyone was loving what I was doing. And so I reinvented myself. And I was like, you know what? Actually, I'm going to shoot film and I'm only going to shoot portraits. And then so I'll do that and then no one liked it and my following will start dropping. But I love that space. And then mm -hmm. now, like I could easily go out with my digital camera and I know the photos that I could shoot right now that would get me so many followers and I could grow my Instagram to 100,000, 200,000. I know the formula. But that's like that's the easy thing to do. And the hard thing for me to do is to reinvent myself, to keep it true to what I love and keep myself in a space that I'm always struggling. And that's when I'm always growing. Like mm -hmm. I'm like right now I'm like creating what I love and I'm putting it out there and not many people are liking it. And that's what I love. I'm like, ah, oh, okay. Like what else can I do? And then how else can I push myself? And, you know, am I going to get better next time with the gear that I'm using that's not inducive and it's and it's not like what everyone else is uses yeah it's, does that make sense oh yeah, totally oh, it's all about it's all about the experience the process like it's a journey like it's we don't like know a, if we're going to make it to the destination what you yeah. find rewarding yeah and like if you are one of those people who <laughs> find the reward and the like even though it's hollow then knock yourself out you know like that's mm -hmm. like i but that's not you and that's not us. Like yeah. we don't, that's not what's rewarding. We just want to make what we make and we hope that the right people will find us. And to be fair, I'm sure there are people out there who happen to like what is mass successful, you know? And oh, definitely. That, that's, that's lucky for them because they, they have the best of both worlds. They can be successful and love it while they're doing it. But, mm -hmm. um, not everyone's wired that way. And I feel like a lot of people, if, if you're not, you shouldn't, you shouldn't feel ashamed about it. You should lean into it mm -hmm. because it's, it's a path that a lot, a lot less people are taking because it's harder. Um, harder. You don't but get as much harder. instinct. You don't get as much instant gratification. Um, Validation. Uh -huh. Yeah. But um, you can build a long lasting career that way with really, deep engaged. fans engaged fans mm -hmm. fans that will be there for you like if you are unapologetically you people will will be there for you no matter what if you're pretending to be something else people are gonna it, gonna hold you to that and if you and if well, you, you're just gonna attract the wrong people yeah because you're not even yeah you're not even who are you yeah. you know it just makes no sense i don't i don't like yeah. i don't get why you would want to attract people that to like a fake you yeah like i don't even mm. get what someone would get out of it so I don't know. I think that I think Perry and I are just we have the same mindset with this stuff. So it's very easy for us to create, you know, what we, you know, put on Instagram and like how we're going to talk to people. And I think that we are lucky that, you know, we're kind of attracting like minded, you know, clients. Yeah. And community. And like you said, like you're attracting people that 
join your community that are there. They've got like a lifetime membership, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I've got some, I'll, I'll call them fans, um, like people that have followed me since the WordPress blogging days and I used to post some really ugly photos of leaves. And this is 10 years ago. <laughs> and they will, they will like reach out to me on Instagram and go, hey, Ja, I've been following you for 10 years. I'm loving what you're doing. Like love following the journey. And I'm like, oh, my God, like thank you so much for being there for 10 years and reading my captions and liking my photos and like supporting me in so many different ways. Like that is incredible. Like that such an incredible. Amazing. Yeah. It's, it's an incredible journey. And I've obviously grown and changed over the last 10 years, like a hundred percent. And, um, and that they still resonate with what I'm putting out there. And I think that's amazing. Yeah. There's not many of them, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've been fortunate. Like we'll, um, being open with our lives um, on our personal and a, a bit through roads as well. The community, the open line of communication that it's created with virtual strangers at times, you know, is really rewarding. It's oh insane. Gosh, it's crazy I can't, how rewarding it is. Sometimes. I mean, people have made me weep with the things that they've mm-hmm. shared with us. Oh my like, gosh. Yeah. Like when mm-hmm. I've gone through really traumatic experiences in my community, like on my personal feed too, when they weigh in and like offer their words of support. I mean, it doesn't like. And their stories. Oh my gosh, it goes so far. And it like, it's really helped me through a lot. It's crazy to think, you know, and I think a lot of people just, they don't, I don't know. They just don't see what could, what the community could be, you know, but it's also, you have to be able to put yourself out there on that level, like on a very vulnerable level. And I feel like that's when things really started opening up for us. That's so cool, isn't it? It's the same thing for me and with this podcast and like me reaching out and helping people. I get emails all the time. I actually just got one yesterday and I was like, should I read it out? Like the stuff (laughs) that people write, um, this is like from, I won't read out this email, but the email is basically from a woman, she suffers from anxiety and um, mm. she had no direction of her business and then she was listening to my stuff, how easy it was to break down, solve problems, all these things and she's bursting into tears and she's writing to me and then at the end says, sorry for the overshare, I just felt like I needed to talk. And then I'm reading this and I'm like, oh, my God, thank you for the overshare. Like, oh, like yeah. it hits yeah. me I so deep. that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Like you, you're creating something or like you're here talking to a podcast like right now we're talking but then if, if someone writes to us and says that influenced what I'm doing, here's a connection, and then they reach out to us, it's like, oh, my God, it just makes it all worth it, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, why are we doing this? I feel like so often it's easy for people to lose sight that the whole reason that we want to grow and want to create and want to put our, what we create out there is so that we can help others to do it Mm -hmm. as well, because we know how healing and um, how freeing and um, just like the life that you have when you're creating compared to not like, Mm -hmm. so why would you want to be competitive with other people creating? And why would you not want to help someone else like get to that level? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's what it's all about. Well, it's a different mindset because if you're competing, that means there's a, that means there's a winner and there's a loser because it's mm-hmm. like a race, yeah? That's how mm-hmm. I see a competition. I'm like, if this is a competition, who's the winner? Mm-hmm. But if you're a community, then you've mm-hmm. got someone there in your corner for life and a real connection. To me, I'm just, if someone asks me like, oh, what's the secret to all your business stuff? I don't want to pay for a workshop. I just need help. It's like, just get in touch. I'll tell you anything you need to know. I'm mm-hmm. open. Yeah. There's, no, there's no competition here. I'm mm-hmm. so, like I said, confident in myself. I can give away all my secrets. There is no secrets. But it's not going to shake my business. It's just going yeah. to benefit your life. Exactly. So true. I wanted to finish up on one more on one more thing. Um, I read a quote the other day by uh, Robert Stevens, and it says, "Advertising is the tax you pay for being unremarkable." And I believe that a hundred percent. Because if you're creating something that people absolutely resonate with and they love, like you, obviously don't have to try and push it in front of people that don't want to see it. But with your, with your business, how you've set it up, have you guys ever thought about how like remarkable it is what you're doing? Because it really is. Let me tell you, like, you know, it's, it's oh. left a mark on me. Um, 
But have you ever thought about that or have you just like gone in with passion, gone in with drive, gone in with love, like, and you did you and then the rest kind of just followed? Gosh, that's so nice. Thank you. I, I really feel like it starts with passion. I am a confident person in the sense of I'm not going to let anyone take advantage of me. Like I know my worth and that kind of thing. But I also am like constantly full of self-doubt in the sense of like what I'm creating. And Perry has been, he's really been like helpful with that and kind of shown me like a new way, like shown me that like me, myself, like I am remarkable, but I, it's crazy to even just hear that word. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think, I think that's another benefit of finding, finding someone to work so closely with that um, you're also very close with um yeah it's there's something about like i can champion her she can champion me like um where i doubt she can see clearly mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. and she can um kind of call me on my bullshit oh i don't know if you mm-hmm. can press you could bleep that out <laughs> uh but <laughs> it's, yeah it's, it's an australian podcast we can definitely swear oh right on <laughs> oh, yeah like but, back for no reason <laughs> yeah so she she could call me on my neuroses um and I could call her on hers. Like she does not, like she's a very humble person. She does not realize how fucking amazing she is. And mm-hmm. um, I'm here to remind her, you know, and. And I feel like that's kind of come through so with good. Rhodes and like what, what we're doing there. Um, it's just so, I know everyone's always talking about authenticity, but I mean, it's for good reason. It's true. It's just we are both being the best versions of ourselves and Rhodes is the result of that. I love all that, that you said. It's incredible. If you've got someone in your corner that sees your flaws and sees your strengths and can play off that. Like I, I feel like with Lilu, I have the exact same thing mm-hmm. and I can be so confident in what I'm doing, but at the same time I'll have, I'm like confident in myself, but I'll have self doubt of what I'm doing. Exactly. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm like, you know, is this good? Is this good? I don't know. Am I, can I do better? I don't know. But mm-hmm. she can seriously sit there and, like you said, like call my bullshit and go like, Jai, you already know people like that. You're already doing this. Like mm-hmm. you're already, mm-hmm. like you can do this. But then she does the same. And then I can, I can clearly see like her problems and see how to fix it. But she can be stuck. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you're in your own mind. Like how can you? Yeah, how can you give yourself feedback that's from a different perspective and have a clear vision? It can be so hard. Oh, it's so hard to see yourself. <laughs> yeah, so self, yeah, self-editing can be a really dangerous thing. It's um, We so often get in our head about... Yeah, and you edit the wrong things. Well, yeah, because we mm. know, like we've talked about earlier, we know what peop- what certain people like, you know, like our mm-hmm. audience likes. We know what our friends like, our, like people we're working with like. And so often um, it, it can be hard to shut those voices off and just create. And I feel like uh, meditation is one amazing thing mm. for helping do that and coming at the page or... The blank slate. The film, whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> coming out of blank slate. Also, on a, on a little side note to backtrack, we saw your ladies, or I saw your ladies' art for the first time, and it is amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's I, so I talented. Reached, I reached out to her to maybe do something for us. So I, I have cool. to, I think, I need to like see like what we can make together. But yeah, yeah she's so incredibly talented. Beautiful. Y'all are telling you guys are the you know the dream the dream team for sure. It's um it's just like you guys like it's um if you're like we have high such high standards for ourselves like mm-hmm. and it's like you're pushing ourselves not in a, like a not in a competitive way with anyone else in the world but competing with ourselves of like yeah. we know that we can always do better we know that we could be um. It's, it's guess like it's your own limit. Like, why are we limiting mm. ourselves? Like, she, her art just gets better and better and better. And I see it. And my art gets better and better. But I look at my art and I'm like, well, it can be so much better. Mm. But it's just like you're putting yourself on this thing of just like, I don't know. It's like this kind of limitless growth. And it feels so good. It feels so good to be untrapped, I guess, in that mm-hmm. sense. I love that. Yeah. Limitless growth. Yep. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It feels so nice. Good. Okay, um, I'm going to wrap it up. Just to finish off, where can we find you guys and what projects are you working on? I know that you guys are releasing some things and um, 
I would want to hear all about it. Oh, gosh. Um, well, <laughs> with Rhodes, um, the best place is on Instagram at Rhodes Wedding Co. And um, Rhodes is spelled. Oh, yeah. Rhodes, R-H-O-D-E-S. Um, and then personally, yeah, gosh, we, we're kind of like you, like we have a million things that we're doing and mm-hmm. a ton of different projects. Um, we're both working on kind of a collective art project right now, blending two mediums of art, um, with my writing and Perry's music. And, um, then we both have separately bigger Wait, projects. With that, with that last project, have you got that on pre-order or is that, it is can, actually, can we yeah. buy that? Yeah. yeah, it's um available for pre-order right now. Um it's on my website which is jessieeastedcom slash wake of dust. Awesome. And I just wanted to say that because I just pre-ordered it and I'm so, oh, you're so I'm sweet. so excited to get that. So thank oh, you. See, this is what I'm talking about though. Yeah. Like support this supportive community and um being supportive by anyone, but like such you know, someone as talented and intentional as you, it really means a lot because it just validates like what we're putting out there and Totally. Um, bringing back, you know, that genuine connection that we kind of, it's why we do what we do. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and I mean, just for people listening, like we have, we have worked really hard on art projects in the past and released them and nothing happened. Um, totally. that's, that's happened, you know? And, um, so when, when you get an opportunity to like work really hard on something that you love and you release it and people show up and they support like this wake of dust project that we've we've been working on oh man it is um <laughs> we're just so grateful for our, mm-hmm. our all of our fans and followers um they really showed up and it's we're, we couldn't be more thankful yeah that's so cool congratulations thank you thank you so, so much good. for having us like i feel like we could talk for forever <laughs> <laughs> like totally. we, need to, we need to get out to australia and just like spend a week and just like <laughs> well, mindset we're, we're, all week i'm actually bringing um myself and my whole team over to the u.s to california and new york for a month next year so we're gonna have to connect <gasps> oh, oh, wonderful. Maybe we go out to new york. yeah we got we might be we, out in california yeah well, i mean half yeah our two easy still. locations <laughs> easy yeah totally well just let us know because we will make the trek <laughs> Absolutely. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Okay. Perfect. Bye. It's so nice to talk to people that have the same mindset as me and just hear how they run their business. I'll put all Jesse and Perry's information in the show notes, which is at jialong.co forward slash 20. And I highly recommend you jump over, follow them on Instagram, say hi, and have a look at all the projects they're working on. Hey, if you love this podcast and you have a friend that you know will really enjoy it i would love for you to share it it always helps us out and it's going to help out your friend as well thank you again for listening and i'll see you next time make your break is brought to you and hosted by jai long and our melbourne studios and produced by our american friends simpler media productions For more information on this podcast, our workshops, or anything your heart desires, please visit jialong.co.